Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's goody, Hot Breath the Verse? This is a first-of-its-kind Hot Breath Comedy Network original. We are starting to create our own original content here at Hot Breath, all on the mission of helping cultivate the next generation of great comics. And this is the first show that we're rolling out called Comics Talking Comedy with my fellow comedian, friend, hot brethren, Yoshi So. I hope you enjoy. Hey, what's goody, comics? How we doing out there? This is Comics Talking Comedy. I am comedian Joel Byers. I am Yoshi So in the building or in the room. We're not in the building, we're just in the room. And we out here. Uh, Y'all can't see this on the pod, but uh, Yoshi is in a basement right now. Yep. Looks like it's from A&E Hoarders. So we're gonna, ah. this is an intervention for Yoshi's yep. basement. Oh my God! It's uh, this is what happens when you're in a pandemic with kids. Uh, you start to hoard all your stuff. <laughs> you try to organize your life. Uh, well, so. this is also what happens in a pandemic that we start this podcast in the middle of a pandemic, because what we've noticed as comics in the hot breath of verse and beyond, and consuming a lot of comedy content is basically there isn't our voice out there as like the up and coming, the grinding comic, like the underdogs really there, there isn't our point of view out there. We're always hearing Joe Rogan and like Burt Kreischer, but like, where's, where's our peers. And we want to be that outlet for you comics listening to this. We want to yeah. be your voice in these streets. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mean. So we wanted this episode as the first episode of comics talking comedy to really give you context just for who we are and what we want to do with the show and how you can get involved and it, how it'll help your own comedy careers as well. So, I mean, to start off, you know, I'm Joel Byers. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome. I'll just do sound effects. There he is. That's the most hip hop I've ever heard Yoshi be right there. And it, it, it was, it was fun. I've been doing comedy uh, a little over 11 years now. And I've been hosting a Hot Breath podcast for over like five and a half years now. I've done over 300 interviews on there. Uh, in my 11-year career, I have self-produced my own tours and most recently self-produced my own comedy special as well called The Trophy Husband that you can get at joelbyerscomedy.com. <laughs> oh, that sound effect was a mocking laugh. That, there was no <laughs> bim, bim, bam there. It was a... <laughs> trophy yeah. husband we out here <laughs> but I, i've always loved comedy i always had a passion for comedy i mean the the first comic i ever heard was mark lowry who we just had on the podcast recently and it's uh hilarious so funny and then so the first funny. comic i saw was uh sinbad I saw him on TV. I heard Mark Lowry on a comedy album. Then I saw Sinbad and I was like, I've got to do this and I've got to make it fun and funky like Sinbad. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, senior year of college, I'm about to graduate. And I'm like, oh, what about that comedy thing now that you've incurred a lot of debt? Um, so I did it my senior year of college and I haven't looked back. I've, my journey has taken me from washing dishes and delivering pizzas and waiting tables 
to living in studio apartments in the hood of Atlanta and eating nothing but cliff bars for weeks on end. I mean, just all in the pursuit of becoming a professional comic, which I'm fortunate to be a full-time comic now. And I, I, I love comics. I love helping comics. And really my goal with Hot Breath has been to just help comics not suffer as much as I have, not to waste as much time as I have, not to have as much self-doubt and imposter syndrome and dealing with janky bookers and performing on sidewalks and janky strip clubs. My goal with Hot Breath was to help comics and give them a supportive community and yeah. really an educational outlet to not have to suffer through all of that that I've had to do in my 11-year career. And Yoshi has actually, I mean, been a big part of that as well in terms of kind of like how we connected. And this may be a segue that we call in this biz, but uh, Yoshi has kind of been a part of that journey and that growth to me becoming like a professional comic and hot breath. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm Yoshi. Um... Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Nicely done. Well done, Mr. Bias. Mr. Bias, as I call Joel, <laughs> Mr. Bias. <laughs> I don't like you being black and saying that to me as a white man. Mr. Bias. Mr. Bias, can, may I speak now? <laughs> anyway, I, that made me feel like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm Yoshi. Uh, I've been in a comedy game. I, I like to say the comedy game for about 10 years now, right? So, um, and it started off with improv. So I started off as an improviser or an improv comedian and then stepped into stand-up about six years ago, it'll be six years in March. Um, so about five and some change, as my kid likes to say. Hey. I'm like more than five and a half. Uh, and so um, I really started out um, really just enjoying the art of comedy and enjoying the art of like the artistic elements of like making people laugh. That's really why I got into improv. Um, and with improv, I enjoyed like really getting into figuring out what, how, how do you best describe this? Like the comedic mindset, right? Like how to like really mine what's funny with people. Mm. And then I enjoyed with, especially with improv, how it always almost was like the most freeing thing I've ever done. It was just like, don't think, just like do it. And so when I got into standup, I was like, man, this is nice. Um, and so my comedic influences, you know, it started... Really, you know, I, I grew up in the 80s where Eddie Murphy, Cedric the Entertainer, Sinbad, like all those people on Def Comedy Jam were like the original people that I watched all the time. Chris Tucker, all those folks were just like, oh, this is Martin Lawrence. Oh, my God. Martin destroyed me as a kid. Oh, yeah. All and the then, black comics. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. I also like it took me a while to get into like George Carlin because that's all I watched. Right. So with, mm. with uh, friends, that's all I watched was like lots of Eddie Murphy. Um, took me a while to get into like Carlin and um, some other white comics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but Carlin was my man, though. Yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, probably over the years, I like once uh, after I started doing improv um, about five so change five and years and some change ago, uh, I saw two comics in the Atlanta comedy scene, Clayton English and Rob Hayes, that just blew my mind from a comedic standpoint. Uh, Clayton English from his delivery mm -hmm. and just 
his writing skills were just like on par with like the greats that I saw. And then um, Rob Hayes from just his hustle, but just like he was producing and just trying out so many jokes. And I just enjoyed watching them both hustle. And that's really one, what like pushed me into doing stand-up. So those two guys were really like the big thing that pushed me into doing stand-up. And the first thing I decided was like, hey man, I want structure. And that's when I found Joel and you had a class at the time. And so I took Joel's class uh, in comedy and haven't like really looked back. I consider myself a full-time comedian because I'm pursuing it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my journey sort of has went through, um, I do have a self-produced album. I didn't send it out anywhere and I was okay with that, but I produced it uh, and I did you know, 30 minutes and I was super happy about it. Uh, but I didn't really put a distribution piece of it out yet. Um, and I still got it. So I didn't I'm, even know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I produced an album last uh, 2019. Oh, 2019. Yeah, I did yeah. not even know that. Yeah, when I turned 40, I produced an album. Um, and then... Uh, old Head. Old Head, yeah. OG that's, in the game, shout That's what happens. That's what happens. But, you know, this skin of 25 to 55, that's what. That's the beautiful Good part. for you, man, though. That's cool <laughs> that you, like, took action, you know? You're like, I'm going to self-produce my own album. That's great. Yeah, yeah, self-produced. And then, like, the big thing I realized about Comedy Man is I really liked a, lots of different parts of comedy. So I executive produced um, a comedy film that debuted at Buckhead Theater here in Atlanta. Um, also started producing shows. So I've got a couple of uh, places that I produce shows here now, uh, produce all across what I, I like to consider myself, like the OTP producer, which in uh, non-Atlanta terms, basically outside the perimeter, so like suburban comedy. And I produce clean shows. Yeah, just like that. Mm-hmm. Out under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like just comedy for like people who don't want to go into the city. And that's really yes. how I consider it. Like, because there's just tons of people, especially in the suburbs, that don't like to drive um, to go watch comedy. So I want to bring that comedy to them someplace that they can like five, 10, 15 minutes to drive to. And so I've been doing that for the last couple of years and it's been a blast. Uh, Joel headlined a show. Was it last year? It was actually this time last year you headlined that show. That was um, so cool. At a theater and it was freaking awesome. Yeah, um, that was fun to get to like full circle of like, sure. oh my gosh, the, the student become the the yeah. the producer now. You know, it was like yeah. cool to... Oh, I saw him start and now he's producing and like booking headliners was awesome. Yeah. 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 And so it's just been the grind, but also, you know, I think you and I both have the same mission around really helping comics get Mm. good at this comedy game. Yeah. uh, Watching out for the pitfalls, um, learning from our mistakes. You know, we all remember when we went home crying from something that happened or something that didn't happen or like when we thought a joke was going to land it didn't land or when we thought a producer was going to book us and they don't book us uh or when we thought something that we did was wrong and it wasn't wrong and so just you know ever be ever since being in hot breath i just enjoy the fact that we've been able to really help out a lot of comedians um, during this grind and that's why I'm excited about this podcast man like I want to be able to do this for a very long time and help out as many comedians as possible and really just bring that comedy game to the people yeah dude and that that's like part of the mission of this show is to not only give 
the up and coming point of view from our eyes, but also from your eyes as well, like as the listener and fellow comics of like bringing you onto the show and answering your questions live on the air and doing set reviews live on the air and really just making this a community podcast because that's something that's at the core of everything Hot Breath does is that positive, supportive community, which I can tell you from being in this game uh, for 11 years, that that ain't it, kids. And those of you probably know in your own scenes, I've talked to several comics who are like, wow, Hot Breath is so nice. Like, this is not my home comedy scene, you know? So I just kind of yeah. saw if you guys listen to our interview we did on Hot Breath with Jeff Foxworthy of finding that empty parking space. The empty parking space in comedy was a, oh, a nice supportive place to get good at comedy with other motivated comics. Yeah. Who would have thunk? So that's what Hot Breath is. And that's what we want this show to be as well as like an, an even deeper extension to actually connect pause with y'all out there. Uh, pause. That's another. See, I'm, I, I also came up in the A like Yoshi, but I came up in a different set of rooms. I, I've been known in the scene as white boy Joel out here. White boy Joel. I can't tell you how many calls I've gotten. Yo, yeah, uh, J Jamarcus said you were the white boy to book on this show. I got a family reunion, and uh, we want to hire some help. We needed a white boy, so... I performed at all of. I performed at a baby mama baby shower, like a I, baby mama baby shower. A baby mama baby shower, and she didn't know I was going to be there. The Ooh, mom, the mom the booked it. The that's mom the booked best. it. She told me that everyone was in on it. I show up in a suit. I'm like ready. I'm geared up. I'm ready to go. I show up in a suit. People think I'm yeah. the IRS. They're like, wait, who's the FBI here about to bust up our baby mama baby shower? <laughs> Apparently, it turns out nobody knows. The mom shuffles me to like behind the bar. She's like, give me a few minutes and we'll bring you out. Oh. So nobody knew that. So I was, was at a house. It was just at a house. It wasn't like at a like a rented place. It was at somebody's house. It was like an event. Like, you know how apartment complexes have like an event room? Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, common yeah. area or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. was in like, like one of those, dude. Yeah. And like I brought my I brought my portable mic and stand. And she's like, no, you can just go up there and talk. Because uh, I thought I was going to like set up. I thought I was going to like plug in and be like, all right, I'm here. Nobody knows white boy joel is pulling up and then a white dude in a suit comes to the middle of the room and it's like excuse me everyone i mean some people are reaching for like their hips like they're about to like you know people diving out of the bushes even like the bartender's like no 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 me no me i thought i was like isis or isis whatever ice they thought i was ice yeah. <laughs> nobody the a comedian is the last thing they thought i was gonna be oh my god and it turned hilarious. into a bit of a roast and the mom loved it and some of the aunts loved it, but the baby mama did not love it. <laughs> and uh, I got paid, but like, she's like, I thought you would do more marriage material. I was like, I thought people would know I was going to be here. <laughs> $300 for comics out there. And that's a, that's a good paying gig. That's, that's in town. Great, that's a great paying gig in town. 300 bucks. Yo, I've driven 12 hours for 50 bucks. All right. <laughs> so that in town 300 i'll bomb at a baby shower every day for that but so i said all we that to out say, <laughs> so i said all that to say yoshi and i come from the same scene but different sides of the tracks in a lot yeah. of ways yeah, yeah, yeah um i didn't do a lot of those rooms 
Uh, I just didn't do a lot of those rooms because I was on a time crunch. <laughs> yeah. I, I, here's the thing. I wanted to do those rooms when I first started. I was like, yeah, let me, I want to do all those rooms, man. I'd go to a place. It'd be nine 30. Uh, the show was supposed to start at 10 o'clock. I show up early nine 30. They're like, all right, cool. 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 You, you on the list. 10 30, 11 o'clock. <laughs> Uh, I got kids and responsibilities. Yeah. I got to be out. And so every time I went to one of those, uh, I say one of those spots, every, every time I went to an urban room, right. It was hard to actually go up in the time that they said you would go up. Mm -hmm. And I don't, did not have all the time in the world to just sit around and just stay. So after a couple of times, I just bounced. I was like, I can't do a room where it's, I'm not going to go up. And I was driving like far. I was, I was still living in the suburbs. So Dang. that's a 40, 45 minute drive to a spot. And I got like a two hour window or so. So it took me 45 minutes to get there. I'm thinking I do like, here's the thing. I was willing to do three minutes, drive 45 minutes for three minutes. You know. I already paid that much in gas. I was like, let it ride right yep. i'm trying to do these jokes i'm kind of sling these jokes uh two hours later uh yeah man uh, you're not gonna be able to make it on the list yeah after and they're was, probably like i got you you're like when am i going up oh i got you i got you next i've heard that before oh i got you i got you and then you go home and tell wifey how'd the show go yeah 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 comedy yeah, yeah, it was cool it was cool yeah, it was yeah cool. It was i i, I I learned a lot. I learned, <laughs> I learned a lot. No, it was a learning experience. So yeah, I did, I, man, Ooh. I didn't, I, I mean, I probably, I did a couple of urban rooms, but not a lot. I mean, it was just, honestly, it was just a, I, I didn't have that kind of free time. That's the game. <laughs> I mean, I think being white helped me because like there weren't other white people. So they were like, oh, white boy here. Let's see what he's got. But yeah. I also had to, I mean, you know, Maurice Sims, who is probably probably like one of the top, if not the top booker in the city. I mean, he oh, for sure. sold out shows like every night. All but I time. had to get in with him. Like I pulled yeah. up to a show and uh, he's like, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you <laughs> next week. Come back next week. <laughs> like the headliners up and I'm like, yo, he's last. He's like, oh, I got you next week. I pull up next week. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Headliner. Am I not going up? Yo, here's some tickets. Bring some peeps. I'm waiting tables. I'm giving people I'm waiting tables tickets. I'm not even I'm giving people I'm waiting tables with tickets to this show. I'm like, yo, next Thursday. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. This is it. Like, I'm, I'm funny. I'm, I'm up next, y'all. I'm up next, y'all. I don't think that phrase has ever been said like that. But uh, uh. I pull up next week. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Nothing again. And I'll and like when the headliner went up, I was like, dude, forget it. It's like all, all I'm trying to do is like perform on your show. I'm not trying to waste your time. But if you don't want me to stop telling me that I got you <laughs> like I like I had that moment where I was like, yo, I'm not going to like just be pushed around like this. So and he was like, <laughs> all right, come back next week. I swear <laughs> he goes. And I promise I got you. But. Ever since then, Maurice has had me. He's always put me up. Any show I go to his, he's booked. Yeah. He's given me paid work in the city. His Cats Cafe show, where that list, 50 comics deep. 
and they know they don't go in that order. It's all based on who Maurice wants up. Anytime I pull up, Maurice will put me up whenever I want on that show. So it all yeah. paid off in the long term. For sure. But that, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't like just easy road where it's like, oh, white boy, let's throw him up and throw him to the wolves. I mean, yeah. like that was like me earning my stripes in that. But yeah, I like that's I the like, grind. I like the urban rooms because yeah. it's based more on respect than like how cool you are or how hip your beard is or how, <laughs> how, how um, baggy your flannel shirt is or whatever, you know, Oh, do you have the new Carhartt beanie? We only have those on this show, you know, like that, they're like white people pull. It's like white in, people in, pull in urban room. <laughs> if you're funny, you, you go have up. a 401k. <laughs> <laughs> if you're funny, you go up and I like urban rooms because you can get more time if you're funny. Like yeah. Yeah. white rooms, it's like, oh, you got four minutes. I'll give you the light at three if you run it. I hate you forever. And there's a place you should follow the light for sure. I have not for booked sure. people on my shows after they've run the light. Like yeah. friends yeah. of mine. I'm like, no, dude, you went over the light by like eight minutes. So, <laughs> yeah, Wellington. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Wellington. Bro ran the light at my show so long. And I was like, bro, you, I'm on, we're on a patio. I'm standing next to the stage with the light. So I never had him on my show again, but I've booked him on other stuff like corporate gigs and stuff. But, um, uh, that's yeah, hilarious. So, but that's the grind though. That's, that's the, grind. the grind. And that's the what the, the show is about is like, not only sharing our experiences, but showing you and sharing with you how to like, like diffuse those situations or mm -hmm. like attach attack those situations or like how do you uh your mindset for those situations when they happen because you're gonna get it right and you're gonna you're gonna get on a show that you've been waiting for for a very long time yep. i remember doing that getting on the show been waiting for for a long time got so damn nervous and i stank up the joint <laughs> stank it up just just a line of stank you ever seen yep. a stank line just, <laughs> just just a line of stink. Stink up the whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, but had to learn, right? Had to learn, okay, what could I have done differently? And I think my, my approach is in every situation, in every comedy thing I go into, what did I do well? What did I not do well? And what can I do better the next time? Mm -hmm. Every single time I take those notes with me after every single show that I do. And just make note of it and then get better the next time. That way you're not making the same mistakes. And we hope that when you guys are listening to this, you don't make the same mistakes that we did because we've already made them. Yep. Right? And we're still making mistakes every once in a while too, right? We're still, comics, we still you know what I mean? I'm still like, hey man, can you book me on your show? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're still begging for these, uh, for these minutes. You know what I mean? Because that's what we do because we want to get on a stage. Mm -hmm. And so- uh yeah i'm i'm this is gonna be fun dude this is gonna be so fun. i agree yeah, yeah that is the thing yeah when and you will make mistakes and we will have said something and then you will make <laughs> the same mistake and be like oh man joel and yoshi they were right they and just right. know you're not alone in that you're not the first yeah. person to make it and you're not going to be the last so we just want to yeah be that like kind of like supporting group to be like hey been there before and 11 years in i'm still I've interviewed people 30 years in, in the game and are like, yeah, I'm still learning, you know? So yeah. it's, it's a never ending Rubik's cube, but that's what I think is so special about it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'm excited, man. I, even after, you know, I probably listened to all 300 
interviews of uh on hot breath but like even after that even with every interview that uh you've done there's still more there's still Mm -hmm. so much more to learn so many different kinds of perspectives and it's like man it's like the game never stops and that's what i enjoy about comedy man like this never stops we're in a new era of comedians who are getting famous and rich off of YouTube and yeah. Zoom and like all kinds of different mediums. So it's like the game's never stopping, but how do you still stay relevant? How do you stay funny? How do you, how do you deal with all these new changes? And then how do you get booked? You know, that's also the goal. How do you get booked? How do you work this comedy game? How do you get funnier? And I'm excited to help people do that. Me too, man. Ooh. Yo, this is going to be, we didn't even expect those stories to come out. We just wanted to come holler at y'all for a minute just to pull up on a humbug for a sweet lick. And we went all the way out here. So this, this, that's the show, uh, kiddos. You know, comics talking comedy. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be here for you every week on your comedy journey as your kind of your weekly comedy check-in. So tell other yeah. comics about it. Tell us we're here. Sure. Connect with us as well. You know, I mean... I res- anybody who's emailed me or DM'd me, I mean, you guys know that I respond. Uh, everything's at Joel Byers Comedy. And Yoshi, I mean, we share the same spirit of helping. So, like, how, how sure. could they reach out to you with any questions, Yoshi? Uh, yeah, IG, it's DJ Yoshi, D-J-Y-O-S-H-E-E. On Twitter, it's Yoshi at Y-O-S-H-E-E. Uh, I try to get it on IG, but that guy got it ahead of me. You know, you hey, know how it is. You try, you're like, I've got a distinctive name. And then, you know, you get, you got to try. And then sometimes it just doesn't work out. So sometimes Mario yeah. beat you to it. Mario beat me to it. <laughs> at, at, yeah, pretty much at Yoshi and then DJ or at DJ Yoshi. I used to be a DJ in my earlier days. So that's how I know. I even DJ Joel's wedding. That's facts. Uh, so I saw this guy uh, cry <laughs> at his wedding, uh, literally cry. I tried to change the music uh, <laughs> while he was crying. Um, and I was like, let me not do that. <laughs> cry is an understatement as well. It was, if you guys have seen my special, I have like a whole story about crying at my wedding. It was a suspicious amount of crying. Like it was, people were thought it was cute and then it became a concern. <laughs> My father-in-law is like, wait, is he about to confess? He's like, no take backsies here, Joel. No take backsies. He's like, I slipped you a 20 when I handed her off. We, we, yeah. gentleman's handshake there. Yeah. So yeah, man, me and Joel have known each other for such a long time. We've been on this grind. We've seen each other like high times and low times mm-hmm. and we've supported each other. So we are looking forward to supporting all of you guys during yeah. this journey. We know comedy isn't easy. We also know it's not hard. It's all about <laughs> your mindset and like Ooh. how you attach, Ooh. attack it. And we're here to help you like regardless of where you are on that journey. I don't even know if those words make sense, but I hope you guys got it. <laughs> I think the mindset is important. I mean, I yeah. think, yeah. I think that's something like a lot of comics. It's the technical side of it, the writing, sure. the, the performing, but the mental side of comedy is just as, if not more important. It took eight so years. I, you know, I recently posted an episode on Hot Breath about what I've learned in 11 years of comedy, and it wasn't how to write a one-liner. It was <laughs> the mental side. It, was, yeah. it took me eight years to realize, oh, I need to focus on what I can control and why this sure. club is not booking me or why they didn't email me back or why so-and-so got such and such of an opportunity that I didn't get. 
yeah. everything out of my control. As soon as I start focusing on what I can control, that's when my career started to actually take off. So yeah, the mental side is super important. And that's all the mindset, man. It's all about it's like that shift that most people make. I mean, and it's not like a one-time shift because you're always going to be battling it. For sure. But it's a continuous journey of what do you do when you get faced with those situations and how you come out of it. Mm -hmm. And we're here to help you guys. So looking forward to it. Man. All right, kiddos. Well, that is the first ever comics talking comedy. That feels pretty cool. We'll cue, we'll cue uh, theme song there, whatever that theme is. Theme song. Theme song of the comics talking comedy. Theme. Comics talking comedy. Comics talking comedy. Ooh, you're, you're, you're on the E key. That's the wrong key. Oh, I'm, so, I'm tone deaf. I Trust me on that. I cannot sing. I can rap, though. Yo, it's the Comics Talking Comedy Podcast. We out here. No way ain't a podcast. We a show. Way out here. Me and DJ Yoshi, we coming with the floshies. Holla at your boy on the soshies. Oh, the soshies. The soshies. <laughs> All right, kiddos. Have a good week out there on the grind. We'll see you next week. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.